In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karen Kamule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Word Anchor Podcast. The title of this episode is Pushing Forward for Your Breakthrough. There's a story and a record that is told in the Bible about people that went to Jesus. When they had a need, they went to Jesus. They ran after him. Some cried out for Jesus. Some, it says, like the woman, the Syrophoenician woman, she fell down at his feet and would not let him go until she received what she had asked of him. Today we have situations, we have problems, we have challenges. Today you might be facing something similar to that woman who was from Samaria. Today you might be facing something that was faced by Bartimaeus. Today you might be facing challenges that are similar to the 10 men that had leprosy. Perhaps you could be facing a financial trouble and you need fish like the disciples where they could not catch anything overnight. And when Jesus Christ said to them, you must lower your net on the other side to the deep. And they did and they caught a lot of fish that they had not been able to get the whole night. So we we might be facing different problems. We may not be having a fishing problem, but we have a financial problem. We have these days fuel prices going up like crazy. We have our electricity going up like crazy. The cost of living is so high these days that even those that are earning a good salary are feeling the pinch. So there are many things that can cause us to run after Jesus. And it is not different from the people of old. It may not be shaped the same, but it is actually the same issue. It could be an issue of provision. It could be an issue of um, sickness, disease that is afflicting your body. It could be anything. It could be your children that are in trouble, that are demon-possessed, that are acting um, in a bad way, and you need a solution from Jesus. So there's something that is captured in the Bible about the kind of people that manage to get something from Jesus. The Bible tells us that he could not do many mighty miracles in his own hometown because of their unbelief. But there are other hometowns, praise God, where Jesus went to and when he got there, the people did not have an issue of unbelief, but they received him gladly and they went for him and they embraced him and they received their own breakthroughs. Some people give up easily. Some people tend to think the challenge is too hard. Perhaps God is not even interested to give you a solution. But there are kind of people, there's a kind of people that is recorded in the Bible. I'm going to read from the book of Mark chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. It says, For he had healed many, so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. Whenever the impure spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. So Jesus Christ was in the regions across the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. And he went into a small boat 
to keep the people from crowding him as it is written. And then it says that he healed many in that region. In that region, there was a large crowd that was following Jesus. They came after him. They had heard from someone, from some people, that this man called Jesus has solutions. This man called Jesus is preaching a different gospel, a gospel that comes with solutions, that comes with breakthroughs, a gospel that when it is preached, even demons, they bow. Praise the Lord. They went after Jesus. They left their work and they went after Jesus. They were desperate to hear him preach. They were also desperate to receive their healing. Today, if you call people to church, they want to dictate how long the service should be. If it is beyond three hours, then it's taking too long. These are a kind of people that were a large crowd that followed Jesus. Jesus Christ did not have to wait for them to come. They came in numbers. He eventually wanted to put a bit of a separation between himself and them so that he could be able to talk to them. So these are people that were desperate to come close to Jesus. And this verse of scripture we have read says, He healed many so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. Praise God. So they were pushing forward to touch him. They wanted to be close to Jesus. They wanted to touch him. They wanted to be in his presence. They wanted all of Jesus. They didn't want just to hear him speak, but they also wanted to touch him. It is in the presence of God that there is fullness of joy. It is in the presence of God where you find refuge. It is in his presence that there are pleasures forevermore. Yet today we have people that want to be closer to the man of God instead of the God of the man. People that think that they will find favor because of being closer to a servant of God. But these are the kind of people here in this verse of scripture that came after Jesus. They wanted all of Jesus. And the word of God says they were healed. As they touched him, they were healed. As they thronged around Jesus, if only they went in there with an intention of getting something from Jesus. They were intentional. The woman with the issue of blood said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. I will be made well. She determined that I'm going to touch Jesus. I'm going to touch him. I'm not giving Jesus a choice. I am not going to ask him. I'm going to touch him and whatever he has in him is going to come to me. This woman understood that the power of God is transferable from the Lord Jesus Christ unto his garment and unto this woman. She determined something that was not written down, that if you touch the hem of a garment of someone that is power, then something would come unto you and you'll receive the thing that you need, you need or desire of him. She didn't know that. But you see, the faith that was inside of her kept welling up and swelling and she decided that I'm going to jump at this opportunity and go for Jesus. Sometimes, and some people would want to come to Jesus, receive something and go away. Yet at times you might go and ask the Lord for something and it doesn't give you at that point in time you ask of him because perhaps there is something else that he so he sees that you need much more than the thing they're asking him for at that point in time. 
You could be crying to Jesus and say, I want a husband. And the Lord says, I need to deal, for example, with your submission. I need to deal perhaps with your fears. I, I, I need to deal with certain things in your life first before you can be ready to have a husband. You could say, I am sick. And the Lord could see that actually the thing that is making you sick is because you are afraid of sickness. It is because you keep on meditating on sickness. So the Lord would want you to build up the muscle of boldness. He would want you to deal with the boldness first before he touches you. But because we want the things of God and don't want to stay there in him. Because you see, when you are in the presence of God, things that are ungodly have to go. But if you want to use God like the ATM, you go in and just put in a card, put in your pin, request money, take it out and leave. You leave the ATM as it is. It continuously holds money and you go in there, take the money and go away. Some people do that. They come to church, raise up their holy hands at that point in time, receive healing and never come back. They go and request for prayer. They get a job and never come back. They are not holding on to this Lord. These people pushed to touch Jesus. The Lord wants a full-time relationship with you. Because you see, what you need from the Lord is beyond the healing. It is beyond the money. You need more of him because in him is the fullness of God. In him is everything that you need. In Jesus, all these things are wrapped up in him. So we ought to seek him. We ought to push forward towards him and touch him and remain there. The Lord wants you to remain there. The Lord wants you to remain there. He will teach you. He will guide you. He will help you. But he wants you to push forward unto him. Touch him and remain there. You see, a little child, when they are reprimanded by their mother, they can cry, bellow and roll on the floor, get up and still come back to the same mother. Why? It's because they know that their mother has provision for them. They know that the mother has comfort for them. They know that the mother is there to teach them. They know that there is warmth in the mother. They know that there is protection in the mother. They don't go to the mother only to be breastfed and then go and play and never come back. They continuously come back to the mother. The Lord wants people that would push towards him, touch him and remain there. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to him and never let him go. Hold on to him. Don't go in there as if you are getting money out of an ATM. You see, it is in the presence of Jesus. The Bible tells us that whenever the impure spirit saw him, when they saw Jesus, when they saw Jesus, the Bible says they fell down before him and cried out, you are the son of God. It is written, believers, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess the Lordship of Jesus. So the spirit recognizes Jesus. But you see, Jesus Christ is not here in person as they, he would have been then in, 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 in this area, Galilee, Sidon, and Tyre. He is he's not there with us now in the flesh. But you see, he lives inside of the believer. And when they see the believer, people must see Jesus. When they see the believer, they must know that this one was with Jesus. When people see you, they must know and feel the presence of Jesus. 
But if Jesus Christ is only there with you on the Sunday morning when you take your word, which is the word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us, but it is written in, in tablets of papers. If you take that Bible on Sunday and come back home and put it um, in, in, in your drawers there and you remember him again on Sunday, you are not dwelling inside of him. You are not sitting in his presence. When people see you, they see you. They see you in your imperfections. They see you with your anger. They see you with your bitterness. They see you with your jealousy. They see you in all your own fullness. Whereas if you cling to Jesus, if you are there, he removes the anger. Yes, you wanted healing from him. You, you, you wanted money. You wanted breakthrough you wanted favor you got that but jesus christ will remove all these other things so that when they see you they see that this one is a servant of god this one is a believer this one is a christian you see those christians that were seen in antioch they were said to be christians not because they had christian written on their forehead but it was the words they spoke. It was the acts that they did in front of the people. It was their witness, their testimonies. It was their behavior that showed that this ones are like Christ. And when the spirits saw Jesus, they fell down. What will the spirits see when they see you? Because the spirits, they will respond to the presence of a higher power. When, when Jesus Christ is in you, the demons must respond to a higher power. When Jesus Christ was closer to the men of gathering, they cried out to him. They spoke to Jesus first. Because when they saw him approaching, they realized that there is a higher power. We will not be able to get away from this one. We will not be able to overpower this one that is coming. Yet today as believers, we will be afraid to cast out a demon. We would think that demon will jump from that person and come to us. Whereas if there is Jesus, if you had pushed forward before to touch him and to remain there with him, when the demons see you, they have no choice but to manifest. And Jesus Christ has given you and me the authority and the power to cast them out. But when we put Jesus Christ away and we use him like the ATM, when the spirits come, they will find that there is not much power. The demon spirits, they respond to a higher power. These people got their healing. They got their breakthroughs by pushing, pushing forward to touch the Lord. All that you desire today, child of God, to push forward to touch Jesus that you desire to push forward to touch him, to push forward to be in his presence, to push forward so that when you are in him, you are under his refuge. The Bible says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under his shadow. The one that dwells, not the one that comes in and goes, but the one that dwells. It is very important that you dwell in his presence. When you wake let it be his word that is in your mind. Let it be his thoughts that are in yours. When you're going to work, let it be about Jesus. When you're looking at the trees, the mountains, see the work of the hands of God. When you go to the office, 
Let it be that you are bringing the good news. Let your feet bring the good tidings because you are continuously in the presence of God. It is dangerous to go and get something from the Lord and then depart from him. That young man that um, is called the prodigal son, he went in and took the things of the father and then left the presence of the father and he lost everything that he had and he had no means of generating more. He didn't know how to make the wealth that he got from the father. The older son remained with the father and whatever that belonged to him, it continued to grow. So it is very important that as you push forward to the Lord, you push through reading the word, you push through prayer, meditating on the word and fellowshipping with others. You are consistently and continuously in the presence of God. You acknowledging God wherever you are, in whatever situation that you're facing. And when you do that, even the enemy that is attacking you will realize that there is more to you than what they see. There is more power in you. Because you see, we would, we would say the words and confess, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Whereas you are in the world, in your totality, your, your, your thoughts, your actions, your, your, your fellowship is with the world continuously. You'll spend two minutes with the Lord and 10 hours with the world. You'd spend your time entertaining the things of the world instead of being mindful of the business of God. Go ahead and touch him. He is spirit today. We touch him by the spirit. Remain in the spirit. I'm not saying you cannot be in the presence of your friends. But I'm saying be in the presence of God because also your friends need God. Be in the presence of your family, but be continuously in the presence of God. You must be the kind of believer that when you walk into the place, you do sense that there is a spirit that is contrary to the spirit of God. And you begin to address it even if you are not talking loudly. You begin to arrest things there. Why? Because you are always in the presence of the Lord. And when you get in a place, the spirits that are there must know that Jesus has come. Not because you are Jesus, but because he lives inside of you. When the apostles were preaching in the book of Acts, it is recorded that there was a young girl that had a spirit of divination. When she saw the servants of God, she began to shout loudly, These are the servants of the Most High God. So the spirits that were inside of this girl recognized the spirit of God, the spirit of Jesus inside the apostles. And it manifested. Those demons manifested. When you are walking in a place, the demons must manifest. They must recognize that there is Jesus in this place because his power will be coming out of you and touching people. Jesus Christ came and touched lives and he left us with his power, his authority and his spirit. And he expects us to go forward and touch others. He expects us to be a magnet to attract people who are attracted to us. But when they come to us, they find that it's actually Jesus they're attracted to. It's not about friendships, but it is about fellowship with the Lord. And with that fellowship, it gets transferred to others. And they would know that when they're with you, 
there's warmth, there's love. When they are with you, there's deliverance, there's prayers. When they are with you, there's worship and everything that is godly. May you push forward, child of God. May you press on. May you pursue the Lord with all that you've got. May you pursue him every single day. May you cling to him like a little child that would not let their mother go because you understand that it is in Jesus that your entire being is. You consist in Jesus. Everything that you are, it is because of him. And once you lose that connection, you've lost the power to withstand the evil forces of this world. I will not lie to you. The devil is here on this very earth. Jesus Christ did not lie to us. The devil is here. And it is us that must continuously, consistently bring Jesus unto this earth. It is the kingdom of light that must resonate in our spirit and the spirit of people around us. There are people that will be delivered with you carrying the Lord into their presence. There are people that must know Jesus Christ because of you. But only when you have touched him and remained in him and him abiding in you. Only then will the demons recognize you and bow. Because you see, we are here. It is us that must cause the forces of darkness to bow. It is us that must carry the light and the torch of the kingdom of God and the gospel into every place where we go. They must know that Jesus is here. People must know that Jesus Christ heals. They must know that Jesus Christ saves. But if you come in and go in the presence of God, you are not carrying him. The evil spirits will continuously harass people around you, harass your family. Be encouraged to seek the Lord at all times. Seek the Lord. If he's not saying anything, if he's not inspiring you, if he's not illuminating or revealing anything to you, Seek him. Talk to him. He desires to speak to you. He wants you to come close to him. He will not force himself on you. He wants to be loved out of the depth of your heart, not because of desperation for whatever situation you're facing. Let us build up our relationship with the Lord. Let us be consistent and steadfast in loving Jesus. For when he is with us, abiding in us and with us, we have the power over the enemy. You will know and they will know that Jesus is here and is with you. Cling to Jesus. The people in the book of Mark chapter 3 verse 10, they went for Jesus. Go for him even today. Pray. Speak to him. Read the word. Allow him to shape your life. And you will see victory. You will see breakthrough. In the name of the Lord. Shalom. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the Word of God your anchor.